When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Izan. And we made it after a summer of scraping and clawing, trying to figure out what the hell we were going to talk about. We've made it to week one of the football season. The Patriots got the Dolphins this week. We're really not going to talk about that game too much. We're going to more so talk about because we saved this for this is our third season now with the show, which, you know, is impressive. I it's time's flown by with this show, but we're going to talk about like we usually do week one prior to week one, what we think this team's going to do this season. And it's a totally different ball game, obviously this year. And I did just mention how we were scraping. We were clawing for different topics, but once again, I just want to say thank you, God, to Cam Newton because that changed everything for us. That gave us things to talk about. We we didn't have to talk about, oh, is Jarrett Stidham going to be good? The second Cam Newton signed with the Patriots, we knew Cam Newton was going to be the guy. So, anyway, on to the Patriots season. Guys, pretty simple question this week. Let's just talk about how we think this team's going to do, uh, what we think their record's going to be, if they make the postseason, how deep they're going to go into the postseason, and what they're going to look like in the ranks of the AFC and obviously the AFC East too. So really, just a season prediction. How is this team going to do? Marv, let's start with you. What do you think? First of all, congrats, fellas. We did make it to season three. I didn't even know this is our third season together doing the show. Three? So that, that's dope. That's dope. Shout out to season three with my guys. Um, this Patriots year is going to be interesting. It's going to, be, to say the least. You Getting Cam Newton, I think, adds a different dynamic to things. And we're going to see, you know, Josh McDaniels, who's who's been clever at times. And we saw him be very clever, needing to be very clever with offensive plays last year because you just had no weapons to do. Now you got a guy who can do a couple things. You can add the RPO into the offense. But once again, you're going to a season where Mike and I were talking about this yesterday on Double M, where you don't have an offense. You still don't have an offense, and if you think you do, there's a lot of question marks, and I think that's really going to hamper this offense and this, this the Patriots season in total. The defense still looks good. I think when we think about this 2020 season, it's going to be the season we say Belichick hit in the draft. I like these um, young linebackers and safeties that they that they drafted. I think Uche is going to be a hit. Jennings, Duggar, I think these guys are going to come right away, especially with Eight guys leaving due to COVID. I think these guys are going to come right away and make a huge impact on the team. With that being said, I'm seeing a 10-6 and 6 type of season. I think 
Patriots are going to start off very slow. The schedule is very, very hard. You know, you got, I think, the Seahawks early. You have the Chiefs. You got the um, Ravens all up in the, in the early schedule. And, and I wouldn't be shocked if this season starts off at a 4-5. and five. But then after, at the second half, after the bye, you know, things start to really open up for the Patriots. And I think that's when they're going to start to go on a, a late run, a late playoff push and get that 10-6 record. Now, if they make it or not, that just depends on how, how good the rest of the AFC is. If we believe that the AFC has got a lot better, you know, we already know the upper echelon with Kansas City and Baltimore Ravens. But after that, you know, there's a lot of question marks there. And if the Patriots can sneak in at 10-6 and six as a wild card team, I think they can surprise some teams there. But overall, it's going to be, it's going to be bumpy. It's going to be bumpy for Cam Newton. It's still, still a guy who doesn't, I don't think, know fully the full playbook. And he's going to be learning on the go. Um, and that's how I see this season going. 10-6 and six with the Patriots, scratching for the wild card but having some future pieces to build on defensively for the future. You're right. I think, I think Bill did hit, and I think that's going to show uh, this year. I think Bill did hit on the draft well, uh, especially this past draft. And, I mean, you just you brought up the defense specifically. I mean, like, even last year you grabbed Winovich, who some people, a lot of people see Winovich having a big role this year. So he might have even hit something uh, big last season and you mentioned the schedule too which everybody's been mentioning the schedule and it's valid because within the first four weeks you have the Seahawks and you have the Kansas City Chiefs within the first six weeks you then include the 49ers who you know as a lot of people probably remember were in the Super Bowl last season so that's a tough one you got Houston on the schedule you got Arizona on the schedule which they weren't great last year but uh, their offense has the potential to explode this year. You've got the Rams. It's a tough schedule this year, which is going to totally – it's one of the toughest in the league, I believe. Statistically, it's one of the toughest in the league. But it's that's going to be interesting to see what games they can pull out and what games that they cannot pull out, especially against their really tough opponents. Because I, I think they're going to get a surprising win this year in there somewhere. Mike, what do you think? This is the year – that we're really going to find out how awesome and amazing of a coach Bill Belichick is. You know, all these years, the talk has been they have Brady and Belichick, the best quarterback-coach combination of all time. Individually, people have Brady as the greatest of all time, and, and Belichick is the greatest of all time. But this is a year, you know, Marv just said it. You know, the offense outside of Cam Newton – Offense really isn't that much. Cam Newton just adds that little spark. The name, you know, the the possibilities and optimism that we have when we think of Cam Newton. Adds a lot more hype. A yeah, lot. it's a lot of hype. It's a lot of hype. And, I mean, it's Cam, Cam Newton deserves the hype because he showed what he's capable of throughout his career when healthy. But outside of Cam Newton, offensively, this team doesn't have really much to show for it. And, you know, obviously defensive – defensively, I think that's where the Patriots have a lot of their success. But are you quick to say this is maybe a top five defense in the league? I don't know if I'd jump to say that right off the bat. I think for sure this is going to have to be a season where a lot of the wins that the Patriots get, Belichick's going to have to outcoach the opponent. That's what it's going to boil down to. You know, we're going to really find out 
And not that we haven't seen it before, but we're going to really find out how great of a coach Belichick is because this team, say Belichick decided to to retire this year. Brady left. He says, I, the error's over. I'm going to walk away as well. And this team was just handed to McDaniels. I don't care if it's Cam Newton, Jared Stidham. You wouldn't have much optimism for this team, period. But just because you know that Belichick is still leading the way, I think that's where a lot of the optimism and hope and belief that, oh, this team will still be okay, probably still be the top, at the top of the AFC East, still make the playoffs. I think that's where a lot of it lies because Belichick is there. And I think despite the talent or lack thereof that this team has, he'll put them in the best position possible to be successful this year. That's what it really boils down to. And, you know, like I think we've talked about before, and my stance hasn't really changed. I see them in the 10-6, and 9-7 and seven area um, getting in there through the wild card. You know, this the, the days of just looking at the New England Patriots saying, oh, they're the best team, one of the best teams in the AFC, automatic lock to make the conference, conference uh, championship game. Uh, those days are done. But this year, like Marv said, scratching and clawing, you know, 10 and 6, 9 and 7 around that area because Bill Belichick will take this team that doesn't have much but a pretty solid former MVP quarterback and coach the hell out of them and squeeze all the juices out of them to make them successful and get them to the playoffs. So I'll ask you this, and Marv, I don't think you answered this, so I'll ask you right after. Do they win the division? The Bills are obviously their biggest contender. Do they win the division? I say yes. Marv, what do you think? I'm not sure. That's <laughs> great, I have no idea if they, if they, if they win this division. Um, I see the Bills being around the same record as the New England Patriots, around 10-6, and 9-7, 11-5. and, seven, and five. I think there's going to be a battle for the top spot of the AFC East between those two teams. And the Bills have a great chance to lead the division the fact that it's going to be a battle and you still have some veterans there who have pride with the new england patriots i'll give the edge to the patriots wanting to still hold on to that AFC title right i think i think they win the division too i think it's going to be very close obviously the bills again are their biggest opponent their biggest threat to taking away the division crown but we, I mean, we talked to you guys both talked about Bill Belichick a bunch and the question marks. Those are two giant things I want to hit on. Bill Belichick, A, even if it was Jared Stidham as the quarterback this year, Bill Belichick is the reason why you should have any remote optimism with this team. I mean, we saw what he did with Matt Castle the one year that Tom Brady went down. They still, I believe, they were an 11 and 5 team. Matt Castle, not that great of a quarterback, good, serviceable, but not that great. So I think having Bill Belichick as the coach is the main reason why you should be optimistic with this team. And yeah, you've got Cam Newton. You've got former MVP Cam Newton. Not that far off from it. Only a few years ago. 2015, so what, five years ago? And he's still young. This guy, if he can come back healthy, we know the talent's there. And you mix that in with the coaching of Bill Belichick, with the offensive mind of Josh McDaniels, I think this offense can do something. And, but that goes in with the question marks that, Marv, you mentioned. The question marks on this team are crazy offensively. You've got your first-round wide receiver, Nikhil Harry. Who knows what he's going to do this year? There's a lot. There seems to be a lot of hope this year with him. He seems to have gotten bigger. I believe he thinks to have gotten, uh, or he, I believe he might have gotten faster, too. Nikhil Harry, I do think, is going to take a big step forward this year, and I'm excited to see that. But he is a question mark. 
the running backs. Who knows? Lamar Miller's gone now. Sony Michelle, we all agree, that guy stinks as far as this show goes. Damian Harris, he's now hurt through at least three weeks. I mean, what are we doing to running back? Who is Cam Newton going to throw to? He's going to have to run the ball every single play. But then you got other guys too. I mean, Bird apparently is having a had a really good training camp. Julian Edelman is going to be Julian Edelman. You got those two rookie tight ends that people are all sorts of jacked up for. Ossie Ossie. I have heard that. People, if you didn't know who Ossie Ossie was, you would think this guy's already a top-level tight end. People are obsessed with this kid, and I haven't seen him play a snap yet. So, a ton of question marks. This team, I think, has the potential to go 11-5. and five. But I think in reality, I'm with you guys, 10-6. and six, But I'm going to make my prediction at 11-5 and five, because I'm going to see that Bill Belichick magic sprinkle on this team in the schedule too i mean so i mentioned earlier these surprise wins i think there's going to be a surprise win in there somewhere that we're that's going to get us way too overexcited with this team they're going to beat somebody like maybe maybe they end up beating the ravens because bill saw what lamar jackson did last year figures them out and beats them this year maybe that are they even playing the ravens did i just make that up they play the ravens they are playing the ravens okay just making sure Maybe they beat the Ravens because, again, they've got that blueprint from last year with Lamar Jackson. Maybe they do that. We're going to get way too excited about it, and then they're going to tear us down. Maybe. So I, I'm going to go with 11-5, but the reality, it could be a 10-6 and six season. I think it's going to be right there, 10 wins or 11 wins. And I think that's a pretty good consensus with a lot of people. Listen, Nick, if that defense and special teams can play like they played last year in the first eight games, there's going to be some games stolen there. It doesn't matter what your offense is. With all those turnovers, the block kicks, the special team returns, some, some you can steal a couple games with that you're predicting. Losing Chung. In, so I think losing Hightower, I think Chung is a more important loss than Hightower. I like Dante Hightower a lot, don't get me wrong. I think he's getting a little older. I think he's getting slow. I think the one thing, the giant thing that you lose from his loss is his leadership. And Marv, again, your your rookie defensive players that you were talking about earlier, I think they're going to have. I think they're going to have a pretty significant imp- impact if they play the way that we think they can play this year. Yeah. All right. This is the CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host Nick Qualius, and you're with Marv Zahn and with. Mike Molino, we are here. It is week one of the NFL season. I got Patrick Mahomes on my fantasy team again this year, so I'm excited. I'm excited to win my fantasy football league. And we talked about last week maybe having a fantasy segment every week. Maybe we can still do that, but that's not going to happen this week. Just tease that a little bit. Let's talk more about COVID. We were talking about this before the show. If in March you told us that, hey, in September, we're still going to be dealing with COVID. We're still going to be trying to figure out how the football season is going to happen with this pandemic that started somewhere in China, potentially because of a bat. I think that's the story, right? A bat. This thing is still going to be ravaging the United States and the NFL season. So that's a simple question. Guys, is this season going to happen? There's been some, they've been testing the players and the personnel. So after the first report from weeks, August 21st to 29th, four positive cases among players, six among personnel for the week of, again, August 21st to 29th. And from the, I believe, was it the first through the through Labor Day? So that would have been the seventh. There was one more case, and I believe a couple more of personnel. So one more case 
though, with a player. So, guys, the question is pretty simple. Is COVID going to end this season earlier? Are we going to lose any games due to coronavirus this year? Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? I went from absolutely positively believing there would not be an NFL season because of COVID to now I'm pretty damn optimistic that they're going to get through the whole thing. From start to finish, week one through week 17, full slate of playoff games, it's all going to happen. And I'm saying this all knowing that COVID is still out there. But as we've seen with other sports, especially Major League Baseball, they don't really give a damn if COVID's out there. They're going to keep it moving. I think that's especially the case for the NFL. Especially the case for the NFL. Even if baseball didn't happen or wasn't didn't have cases popping off like they do, I think the NFL was going to find a way to push through hard no matter what. And like we said, baseball, we've talked about this before. You thought if there was one sport that probably not have to deal with COVID too much, even though they're not inside of a bubble or anything of that sort, it's probably Major League Baseball. There's not a lot of contact. You know, there's not a huge staff and whatnot. But... I'm telling you, over the last several weeks, how many cases of COVID have happened in Major League Baseball? How many games have gotten, not even just games, how many series have gotten canceled because of COVID-related issues and whatnot? But Major League Baseball still sees this, and they say, oh, we'll cancel these games. We'll cancel these series, but we're pushing forward with the season no matter what. And They don't even, they don't, sorry, they don't even care if teams play the same amount of games. They're just trying to play baseball. They don't give a damn. (laughs) They're <laughs> just pushing through no matter what there has. I think there was a minute, a, a, a short period of time where um, Rob Mayfield, I think that's the commissioner's name. Manfred. So, yeah. Rob Mayfield. <laughs> I think there was a minute where he, he, he came out and said, hey, there may be a chance that we have to stop things. But that, that was gone just hey, like he's that. He's also an idiot. <laughs> yeah. And they pushed through and they're still having a. So if baseball is doing that, NFL is going to push through no matter what. And for the most part, you know, with these the numbers that you said, they don't have a crazy amount of numbers popping off, but I don't see them slowing this machine down for anything now. So right now, I'm excited for football to start week 1, major I mean, uh NFL season, fantasy season, it's going to go from start to finish. I think it was important too that they made it so public, at least from like a, a PR perspective. I think they made it. I think it was important that we really got to see what players did not want to play due to COVID. Obviously, like it wasn't just okay. This guy's dropping out. This guy's dropping out. There were reports on it. There were stories coming out on it. So we really saw from again the NFL's PR perspective. The NFL must have liked it. It was like, hey, we really care about our players here. These guys have chosen to sit out. We're not going to say a thing about it. That is their decision. I think that was a smart move on their part because it at least shows that they do care about the players, or at least that's the, the, the image that they're giving. Marv, what do you think? Does this season get hampered at all because of COVID? There's, there's going to be a season. We will be having a Super Bowl. They will be crowned a champion. The great poetic group in New York based called Wu-Tang Clan once said, cash rules everything around me. Cream get the money. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's all it's about. Look, everyone's going back to school. People got to go back to work and players got to work. NFL's got to make their money and they're going to do whatever it takes to get 
their money. Let's see, let's watch how the NFL's been moving throughout this whole offseason. You say COVID, Roger Goodell says, huh? Who? What? <laughs> he keeps it moving, acts like COVID has not existed throughout. You heard rumors that they're going to change how the face masks work. They're going to change how they do the huddle. They, but we never heard the NFL say anything like that. Those are just reporters saying maybe that's what the NFL will do. The NFL doesn't give a damn. If you think baseball was bad, just watch how the NFL's been moving this whole offseason. Sure, Nick, you mentioned the, the letting players go off with the COVID list. You have to do that. You have no choice. You have no choice. You can't force players it to play. It was a good PR move. It was it, right. like, hey, like, hey, guys, we care about our players. That's all it was. <laughs> right, exactly. This this season is going this season's going to happen, but I'm not ignorant to the fact that there's a possibility it could be stopped. You know, if if there is some type of crazy uptick and you know players are getting sick or something like that, there's obviously a chance that this season will will be put to a halt. I mean, that's a possibility through all sports, even in the NBA bubble, as it seems to be going as smooth as it is. There's a possibility something was to break out, the season would end. So, um, yeah, there's always a chance, but I think, you know, like Mike was saying, my optimism has skyrocketed. Just seeing how other teams have been going through it all and been successful so far. NFL, even though they're the, they're the sport that has probably the most contact next to basketball and spreading it, um, I think it's still going to pass through. I think we're, gonna, we're not going to hear much about COVID during this season. And if a player does get it, you know, there's, there's so many roster spots in the NFL. There's so many people waiting to get a chance. They'll just the next man up. Right. And, and you're like, yeah, the NFL's not going to do anything. They don't care. You guys are right. They don't care about it. I mean, the MLB, they were like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to handle the schedule. Everybody's going to be playing close. You're not going to be traveling across the country. The NFL is like, Patriots. Go play in California if need, if you need to. We don't care about what you guys do. This season is going to happen. And just look at the way this whole thing started. Like everybody else, like the NBA was like, okay, this is what we're going to do about coronavirus and finishing our season. The NHL, this is what we're going to do. The MLB, here's our plan. The NFL was like, we've got no plan. We're playing football. That's the game plan. So they don't care. People can get sick all they want. It doesn't matter. You're right. It's the bottom line. It's the money. The NFL makes way too much money. These guys are so money hungry. They are not going to allow a virus that, you know what? Half of these guys, maybe three quarters of these guys, they might not even believe it's real. They might not even believe it's a serious thing. That could be a possibility. They're not going to care. And if that's the case, when they vote whether or not they're going to play the season, they're going to continue to play. It's going to happen. This season's going to happen. Your fantasy team might be affected when guys get sick, if guys get sick, but who knows? Who knows? But we're all we're all in agreement here. This season's happening. We're getting a Super Bowl. Yeah. Wild time this year. Wild time. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, we're going to be back next week for another set post-week one after the Patriots take on the Miami Dolphins at Gillette. Stadium, which also confuses me because right now I think Massachusetts State guidelines say no tackle football, but I guess the NFL could just just do whatever the hell they want to do. It's fine. <laughs> totally fine. Again, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino, guys, we're going to be back next week. Thanks for watching.